top of the afternoon to you all. Glad to see you again on this beautiful Tuesday. I think that doing a podcast is further proof that doing a podcast can make any day fun. Like, you think of a Tuesday, like, Tuesday, who does anything on Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday's the day, it's the day after Monday. Nobody likes, nobody, who likes Mondays? Uh, it's the day before hump day, Thursday, you know, so people's weeks end on Thursday, dude. Oh, I, think, I hope that's my water, dude. Oh, please be my water. Some people's weeks end on Thursday. Like, people, you know, Thursday's a good day. No, Monday's the worst. Or, Monday's not the worst, because you're usually energized, usually a good day. But it sucks, it's the beginning. Tuesdays, with Tuesdays, you know, you never really know, man. Because Tuesdays, you know, it's not hump day. And you're kind of just in the middle, you're stuck in the middle, you know. And I, I feel like, of all days, I feel like you get the headaches the worst on Tuesdays. Maybe it's just me. It probably is just me. But I, I, I tend to get headaches on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. And as I'm thinking about a headache, I'm starting to form one. That's called the law of attraction. Shout out to Vaughn Petty. Um, dude, did you know that Conor McGregor studies the law of attraction? Like, he studies it, and he, like, worships that. Like, I, I think it's cool. Like, I mean, love, like, I mean, I shouldn't say I'm, like, a part of it, but I do think that you can speak things into existence. Like, if you say, hey, I'm going to be a UFC fighter. If you keep telling people that, you're going to be a UFC fighter because you're going to keep telling people that and you want to work and motivate so that people actually believe you. If you don't, then you don't have any goals. You gotta have goals, man. You gotta have goals. Like, my goal for this podcast is to be bigger than Joe Rogan. I want to be Joe Rogan the second. When people hear Joe Rogan, my grandma knows who Joe Rogan is. I want people's grandmas who don't know me to know who I am. They're like, Keegan Kuhad, the podcast kid, the dude with the podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's me. You know, that's me. That's me, the dude with the podcast. The Underground 4, the Underground MMA show. Like, psh, People love me, man. People love me, dude. It's Tuesday. And if you're an MMA fan, you know, I let you down. I, I let you down. I let you down. I didn't have time to do the Underground Knee yesterday, dude. Let's see. what I do yesterday? Woke up. Woke up, showered, went to the hospital, got an MRI done. Psh, that thing is trippy, dude. Absolutely insane. I literally watched die run through my veins. Like, it was so trippy, dude. Like, I think that they drugged up my arm to, like, numb it. So, like, I don't know if, like, the drugs that they numb my arm with went to my brain and, like, I was just easily mesmerized. But I was so mesmerized by this dude. I was watching like fluids throw flow through my shoulder and my veins, dude. And it was the coolest. It's top three coolest things I've ever seen after myself in the mirror twice. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And then after that, I had a little lunch real quick. And then I had to work till nine. After nine, at nine, you know, got a text from the boys. Yo, come over after you're off. And like. I'm sorry. I know I let you guys down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, only 10 people watch this. Like, you, you guys can watch it a different day. Get, o- get over yourselves. <sighs> hey, bro. Are you on the air, bro? Yeah. You're doing another podcast right now? Yeah. <laughs> Crap. I just messed it up. 
No. Everybody say what up to Brennan. What's up? <laughs> I'm doing the, my MMA show. What up? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to, to bring them both over? Well, what time, when are you going to be done? I got to leave, like, in, like, 15 minutes. In, in 15? 15. Oh, so you're leaving at, what, like, 4.15? Yeah, a little bit, like, probably 10 after 4 at the latest. Okay, uh, I can try and make it there by then. And if not, I'll just give it to you today. When I see you. Alright, well, well, I, I, I can probably get to your house by 410. Yeah. I pencil me and I'll be there at 410. Okay. Alright, see you, buddy. Alright, later. Later. Okay, that was really unprofessional of me. I'm very sorry. Very sorry to my underground knee MMA show fans. You just got to witness a call with Brendan Pakamara, though. Do you know how lucky you are? Only two people. Only two people are a part of that conversation. Me and Brendan. And you're a part of it now. Let's hear it for if you're listening to this show, man. Shout out to you, dude. Shout out to you. You all deserve an applause. You deserve an applause. Yep, yeah, it was a good weekend. Good weekend. Uh, Saturday, Friday worked. Friday worked. Saturday worked. I think I did something fun Saturday, didn't I? I think I did something fun, didn't I? Because I really wanted to get off work. What did I do? What did I do? I did something Saturday. Who knows? I think. Maybe not. I'll go through my, my pictures. I t- I'm the photographer of the group. Like, I always take the pictures. Saturday. What was Saturday? Oh, yeah. Saturday. Oh, my God. How did I forget? No wonder I wanted to. This is a perfect intro. This is a perfect intro to what happened this week. If you're watching this show, you're watching this show for one reason. That's because you're an MMA fan, just like me. Just like cute old Keegan, you're an MMA fan, just like me. Dude, Zhang Weili, Joanna John Jacek. I I didn't think anything would top it. Did not think anything would top that fight. I remember watching that fight. Like, yeah, I mean, how can you not be a fan of Joanna? How can you not be a fan of Zhang Weili? But I am nowhere, I'm nowhere, I wouldn't consider myself a fan of either. I'd just be considered myself an MMA fan. You know, I think Joanna's gimmick is kind of, like, she thinks she's the, no, she thinks she's the queen when she's not, hasn't had the belt in what? Two and a half years? Like, get over yourself, bro. She loses to, she lost to Rose twice, Valentina, like, I mean, sure, sure, she's good. But I don't, I don't know if she'll ever be a champ again. But she is really good. She had a shot. I thought she lost that fight. I thought Whaley won that fight. I'm glad Whaley won that fight. Anyway. But, yeah. I thought that that was going to run away with fight of the year. Easily, 100%. When the uh, end of the year rolls around, and I got to put my vote in for fight of the year, I'm putting Whaley on J-Check. After Saturday? Nope. Nope. Get that out of here. Get that fight out of here. That fight pushed to the side. You got Dustin Poirier and Dan the Hangman Hooker, dude. Oh my goodness, dude. I am Dustin Poirier is my second favorite UFC fighter. I can easily say that 100%. Dustin Poirier is my second favorite. My, my top three. My top or my top four. Top, top four. My top. I'll just do top five because that's cooler. 
Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, Cody Garbrandt, John Jones, Justin Gaethje. When Justin Gaethje fights Conor, or when he has beef with Conor, he's all the way at the bottom. But when he's, no, just being himself, he's fighting Khabib, he's my fifth, dude. I love that dude. Anyway, I'm a huge Poirier fan. I've got my Poirier jacket, Poirier jacket upstairs. I don't know if you can, if you'll be able, uh, hold up. I don't know if you'll be able to tell. Me and him is my lock screen. My, me and my boy, the Diamond. I'm a huge DP fan. How can you not be? Especially after last week. And dude, I was on the edge of my seat every second of the 25 minutes. Every single second of the 150,000 seconds that they were fighting, I was on the edge of my seat. Is that right, Math? What's 60 times 25? Shoot. I might look like a silly boy. 1,500. Every... All 1,500 of those seconds, I was on the edge of my feet. Edge of my seat. That fight was absolutely insane. I was getting scared, dude. In the second, if you rewatch that fight, I thought Dan won the first. I thought Dustin was, was winning the second up until the last 33 seconds. And if you watch that second round, Dustin looks gassed. He looked gassed. I, I, I was scared. I'll be the first to admit, I was scared. As a Dustin Poirier fan, I was really scared. I thought that he was gassed. I was like, dude, no, he should have had a real camp. I mean, he, he did down in Florida. But I was like, no, he should have had a six-week training camp. No, top of the top. Got No, he doesn't got to worry about anything. He doesn't got to fly to Vegas. He got to do whatever. I was so scared. Then, you know, Dustin Poirier. No, du- I, I don't want to say Dustin Poirier is a, a late or a slow starter because he's not. But he definitely shines towards the end of fights. He definitely shines <clears throat> towards the end of fights. Am I wrong? Am I? He finished, or he didn't finish Dan Hooker, but shined against Max. I mean, he. I think that Max did a little bit better, but Max is a late starter too. Shined against Max. Uh, beat Dust. Beat Justin in what the fourth round? I think. Um, beat Dan Hooker in an absolute war. He and he lost the first two rounds. Um, let's see. I don't know why I typed in Justin Gaethje. Jeez. Justin Gaethje got named to the Northern Colorado Athletic Hall of Fame. Congrats. Congratulations, Justin. You're a great guy. Let's see. Let's see. Dustin Poirier. And then finished Eddie in the second round. That was only three round. Or no, no, that was a five round. He finished Eddie in the second, but like they're both, you know, if you don't, Finish Eddie quick, you're done for anyway. So, anyway, be Anthony Pettis in the third. No, Dustin Poirier is a great fighter, dude. He shines late, he shines early. It just depends. I remember watching him versus Michael Johnson. I was like, Poirier's gonna win. He got knocked out. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was crazy. That would never ha- dude. That would never happen nowadays. Never, 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 never. Never. One minute thirty five. I remember watching that fight. Talk that six one like your video. Go watch my latest episode of the Underground Four with Marissa Kilroy and her best friend Antonetta. However you say your last name. But yeah, dude, that fight was absolutely insane. It sets up it. I think that that what was supposed to happen happened. I always say everything happens for a reason. I think that that no that showed that definitely showed. Dustin is now in. A really strange predicament because he is the second, <coughs> excuse me, he's the second best lightweight. He is the second best lightweight. 
Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Who's the second best lightweight? Tony Ferguson? Nope. He lost to Justin Gaethje. Is Justin Gaethje the second best lightweight? Nope. Wanna why? Because he lost to Dustin Poirier. So look at this. Justin Gaethje is better than Dustin Poirier. Or no, 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 sorry. <laughs> Justin Gaethje is better than Tony Ferguson. And Dustin Poirier is better than Justin Gaethje. Goes Khabib. Dustin. Justin. Ooh, that was trippy. Connor. Tony. Tony's done for. He's never going to be the same. Honestly, I say run this. Run this, Dana White. Tony. Dustin. Winner of that. Just the winner of Khabib Justin. Sign me up for Dustin versus Justin, too. That's one of my favorite fights. I'm going to watch that fight when I go home, actually. When I can't sleep tonight, I'm going to watch that fight. That fight's absolutely insane. Insane of a fight. You put those two... They fought each other. The the most violent man fought the second most violent man. Justin's a little bit more violent than Dustin, but hey. You know, Dustin beat him, so he's better. Insane, dude. Absolutely insane night of fights. And... I mean, I feel bad for Dan Hooker, dude, because his stock, like, his stock only went up, dude. He just fought the, the second best lightweight in the world and won the first two rounds. I, I, I was pretty confident in the decision. I thought that Dan won the first, Dustin, or Dan won the second, but I mean, hey, you know, it was only the last 33 seconds he won. You know, you could easily get it to Dustin. Third, Dustin, fourth, Dustin, fifth. Dustin, I thought it was 3-2, and I was pretty confident that, that Dustin's gas tank was going to hold up in the fifth. You know, it, it, it's no it's no downside to Dan Hooker, you know. He just doesn't have the experience that Dustin has, you know. And that's not his fault. It's just, you know, that's how that fight That's how that fight happened. That's how that fight came into fruition. What, what won that fight was Dustin's ability to last longer. Dustin's just been in there with the, you know, with the best dudes in the world. Like, dude, like, oh my, this resume is absolutely insane, dude. I'm looking at this. It's just crazy. Conor McGregor. Who's he fought? Conor McGregor, Yancey Medeiros, Michael Johnson, Jim Miller, Eddie Alvarez. Listen to his last seven fights. His last seven fights. Eddie Alvarez, Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez, Max Holloway, Khabib, Dan Hooker, dude. What? Dan Hooker, Dustin Poirier's 10-2 run at lightweight. Is so much better than Tony Ferguson's 12-fight win streak. So much better. Did you just hear the names I listed off? Did you just hear the names I listed off? It's no downside to Tony. I'm just saying. Like, dude, like, yeah, he's got some good names. But he's also got some, eh. Gleason Tebow towards the end of his career. Like, that's not even a good win anymore. Edson Barboza, that's a good win. Rafael Dos Anjos, that's a good win. Kevin Lee, that's a good win. Pettis, that's a good win. Cerrone, I mean, like, hey. But the thing is, is Pettis and Cerrone are both good wins, but they're both later in their careers. So they're not as good. All I'm saying is that Dustin's the second best lightweight in the world. This sets up, I I feel for Dan Hooker, though, because he lost, but, you know, how can you say he's not up there with the best? Dan Hooker is the second best lightweight. Dan Hooker is... The lightweight is so stacked. He's so good. I say match... Listen to this, Dana. Match Dan Hooker with Charles Oliveira. That's a fight right there. That is 
a scrap and a half. That that's got another fight of the year contender written all over it. it Dan Hooker's entertaining. I love the dude. I like Dan Hooker. Like Dan Hooker. Like I, I hate not cheering for him. <laughs> like it hurts me. I I like Dan Hooker, but you know I just love Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier was a better man. Better man. Besides that, it was a good card. Great card. Um, Maurice Green pulled a submission out of thin air. I was so confused. So confused, dude. I'm watching the fight. I'm like, all right, first two were close. Jim Vall- John Vellante's got him on the ground. Or John Vellante, what am I saying? John Vellante knocked him down. He's got him. He's grounded pound. He's got him on the ground. Then all of a sudden, the fight stops. And, like, I feel like that happens a lot to me. I'll be watching a fight closely. I'll turn around for three seconds. And then all of a sudden, I look up and somebody's knocked out. Somebody's submitted. Fight's over. I'm like, what? And that's what happened. I thought John Vellante won. He was on top. He was on top. I didn't see him. I, I didn't hear any calls for a submission on commentary. All of a sudden, I'm chilling watching the fight. I'm like, John Vellante probably won the first. Or what's that? I forget. Probably won the first or the second. And he's definitely winning this round. Give it to Vellante. And all of a sudden, the fight ends. I'm like, let's go, John Vellante. And then John Vellante gets up and sits there all sad. And Maurice Green gets up and goes crazy. I'm like, what? I was so confused. So confused. Good for Marie Screen, though. That post-fight interview, that, that was touching, man. That was touching. Very touching. Um, At first, I was like, all right, you know, I like John Vellante. You know, Marie Screen. Oh, MMA Junkies lead headline. Was Poirier versus Hooker the, was Poirier versus Hooker the fight of the year? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Kama Worthy beat uh, Violent Bob Ross. I, I, I didn't watch a lot of the card. Shout out to Herb Dean, though. He saved Tanner Bozer. Or no, he saved Felipe Linz. Tanner Bozer, that dude can be good. That that dude's, that dude's good. Is that two straight for losses for Felipe Linz? I think his first fight was against somebody really good, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Or no. Oh, no, it's the dude who lost Arlovsky. Cut this dude. Cut that dude. And then Kay Hansen, she made her UFC debut. She's a beast. How for you by citing the make me oh jeez that, that was talk about a headline dude. How Kay Hansen campaigned her campaign for a UFC shot by sliding into McManor's DMs at eighteen. Like jeez, jeez dude. That's uh that's it. That's called clickbait right there. That's how you get you know people to click on your stuff. Jeez. Uh, I. I I watched the last four fights on the card. Kyle Dawkins, Brennan Allen. That was an awesome fight. That was I thought that was fight of the night. But then you know, how can you think that that's fight of the night when the main event hasn't rolled around? And then Dustin and Dan did what they did. Um, I think Julian Rosa wasn't Julian Rosa the one who like pulled the submission out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy. Yeah. Jeez, the dude lost three straight fights, got cut, and then came back with a vengeance. Got a nice, nice late night submission or late fight submission. He's probably he's gonna be here to stay. Who knows how long he's here, but he's gonna he's here. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, the co-main event, Mike Perry for Mickey Gall. This took me by surprise. I didn't expect Mike Perry to win this fight. 
I didn't expect Mickey Gall to get outgrappled by Mike Perry either, so I'm not going to say I know things when I... If you expected that, then please leave me because you're a liar. If you expected that, you are lying because there's no way you can expect that to happen. Who followed me? Oh. Shout out to you. Thanks for the follow. Follow at Tug4Comedy on Instagram. And... There's no way you could expect a Mickey Gall to get outgrappled by Mike Perry. I, I like Mike Perry. I like Mickey Gall. I like them both. I expected Mickey Gall to submit Mike Perry in the first round. Turns out Mike Perry, you know, with no coach, beat Mickey Gall. Is it a great win? No, but it's a good name, and it's going to set him up for bigger fights down the road. I, I don't know what to think about Mike Perry, dude. I, I just hope that... All these people don't think that, like, hey, you know, all these fighters' wives are like, hey, can I be in your corner? And they're like, no. Like, no. No normal person would do that. I mean, it it worked for him. Good for him. <laughs> like, more power to you, Mike. Thank you. You know, you proved a point to us all. But I hope nobody else does that. Because that was, that was, it's still really weird to me. Still very strange to me. I don't get it. Why? Why are you going to a fight where you're fighting for your career? You're on a two-fight skid? Like, yeah, if you're on, like, a no a two-fight win streak against no names, I mean, I, I still wouldn't do it, but, you know, more power to you if you do it because then you actually have a reason to. Um, That didn't make sense to me. Did not make any sense. But Mike Perry pulled it. Like, dude, she was in his corner. She was like, she's like, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great, I was watching him trying to put bat ice on his back, and he's like, no, here. Like, he was coaching himself, dude. I mean, like, Mike Perry's an idiot, but, like, I kind of respect him a little bit more after that. I thought that that was kind of cool. No, and then his post-fight interview where he's like, hey, you know, I had to prove a point. Shout out to Mike Perry, dude. You proved a point. It was a stupid point, and I don't know why you'd want to prove it, but you proved a point to the world, and, no, shout out to you for that. More power to you, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the guts to do that. You know, you're on a two-fight losing streak. I mean, sure, you're a fan favorite, but, like, geez. Can we tone it down a little, man? Tone it down. You don't need to do that. It's kind of dumb. Really dumb. Hopefully she's not in his corner for next fight. I mean, dude, she's undefeated as a corner woman. Maybe bring her back. Why not? It's all Mike Perry needs. I didn't, dude. The fact that he outgrappled Mickey Gall without a coach is kind of surprising to me. Still to this moment, this exact moment that we're in right now, I'm thinking about that. Still very confused and kind of shocked, utterly. How he pulled that off is great. Good for him. I don't know what's next for him. Who knows what's next for him, dude? Who knows? Like, that dude fights such weird people. Like, fights Jeff Neal, all of a sudden he's fighting Mickey Gall. Like, geez, you go from here to here. Like, geez, pick one. Fought Cowboy, lost. Like, whenever they give him a good opponent, he always loses. Santiago Ponzinibbio, he lost. Like, Mike Perry's not a good fighter, but he's just a fan favorite because he's so dumb. Sure, he's from Michigan. I probably shouldn't say it about my Michiganders, but whatever. Shot the Flint. Going there today. <sighs> yeah, it, it was a good card. Great card. And you know what we got next? Do y'all know what's next on the UFC's events? Do you guys know what's next? Let's hear it. Let's hear it for Fight Island! Dude, I'm so pumped. I've already got the day off work. This is going to be such a sick 
Sick card. This card is insane. I'll just go through pick my picks. I'm taking all the dogs. Gilbert Burns, Max Holloway, Jose Aldo. They're all winning their belt. Gilbert Burns taking it from Kamaru. Kamaru Usman's terrible, horrible fighter. Max Holloway is going to outclass Arlovsky. Volkanovski, I don't know why I said Arlovsky. He's going to outclass Volkanovski, take his belt back. And then Jose out. Dude, who has Peter, Piotr Jan fought? Who's he fought? Let's go. Let's go. John Dodson, that's a good win. That's a good win. I'll give him that. After that, Jimmy Rivera, that's a good win. 29-28, 29-28, 30-27. That's a decisive win. And then he beat your eye favorite. He beat a 40-year-old skateboarder. And now you want to put him against the second greatest or the third greatest 145-pound fighter of all time? I think he gets outclassed. I think that he gets outclassed and then put back in his place. And then you do Aldo Sterling for the belt, and Sterling beats Aldo. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. Like, do you think that Aljamain Sterling thought that he'd be fighting Jose Aldo one day? Like, he's, like, this smaller dude, you know. He's, I'm going to fight at 35. All of a sudden, he's fighting Jose Aldo for the belt. He's like, what? 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 Yeah, I think Aldo's going to win that fight. Aldo, Aldo's going to win that fight the same reason that Dustin beat Dan Hooker. It's not going to be a knockout. But Jose Aldo's going to take him to deep waters where Piotr Jan's not comfortable in, where he's not used to. And he's going to win. He's going to win the fight. He's going to take him into the fifth round. Piotr Jan's never gone past 15 minutes. And his first five-rounder that he's got to train for is a title fight against the third-greatest 145-pound fighter of all time. He's a 145-er fighting at 135. Jose Aldo's a beast that weight class. He beat Marias. He beat Marias. I thought Marias lost that fight. I don't like Marias. He's silly. Silly. I hate that word. Silly. No way. No way. No way. And then, uh, what was I saying? Paige Van Zandt's going to do. Like, Paige Van Zandt just said, stop fighting, man. Stop fighting, Paige. Stop fighting. Stop fighting, man. Just do what you want to do. Make some money. She's little, she, said she, makes, she said she's made more from Dancing with the Stars than she did throughout her entire UFC career. She's a big draw to people. But she doesn't. she's not a good fighter. Sorry, Paige. Sorry, Mr. Van Zandt. Austin Bannon for that dude's a beast. Hey. Rose going to beat Andrade. She was destroying her that fight. I still feel bad for Rose for that. She didn't deserve that. Then Volcan... Volcan Uzdemir's on the prelims, dude? What? What? Didn't he just come off a good win? Or did he come off a loss? Yeah. The dude just beat Alexander Rakic. He's on a two-fight win streak and knocked out... When did he fight Alir Latifi, bro? What? What? Oh, he did go on a three-fight losing streak. Gosh, that's tough. Unless a split decision to Dom Reyes. That's tough. That's the same card as Tillin Masvidal. Jeez. I, you learn something new every day. He's on a two-fight win streak, and he's going back to the prelims. I don't know. Volcano Uzumir is always there, dude. Like He's right there. He is right there. Right there. Right there. Got Marchinto. You remember Marchinto Burrow was a beast? Remember that? When he fought, uh, what's that one dude's name? Who'd he fight? Who's the main event in a fight? And I think he won the fight. Or no. 
He got destroyed. Never mind. Never mind. I'm I was completely wrong. Fought our lot or no. Fought Fabricio Verdum, got fifty forty five. Whoops. Then he lost Jeez, then he lost four of the next five. Then he just beat Sergei Spivach on uh the Benavides Figueroa card. I I don't know really know why the UFC did that. Book Joe Benavidez and the Deves and Figueroa, however you say his name. Again, I mean, like, yeah, like, who else? But somebody's got to be there. G- give it to my boy Kai Carr France, that beast. Give it to Kai. Give it to Brandon Moreno. Don't give somebody back-to-back title shots just because you don't have anybody to give it to. Who's that 30? Yeah, give it to Brandon Moreno. Like, even if, I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch light, flyweight. Even if Moreno's coming off a loss, then just give it to him anyway. Like, Benavidez coming off a loss. Benavidez, I don't know. I don't know. Flyweight division's done for. Henry Zuhudo just, like, lessened the pain, I think. <laughs> Shout out to those 125ers. These dudes are fast. Fast. Give it to Kai Car France. That dude's a beast. Oh, my gosh. Stop texting me. It's so nice having my phone out here now that I got a new phone. I mean, I shouldn't say I have it because it's Andrews. I just haven't given it back to him. Shot the toast. Yeah, dude, there's so many good fights that can be made. Ortega wants to fight uh, Zombie again, dude. Oh, my. Run that fight to me. I want to see that fight so bad. I just want to see Brian Ortega fight, if we're being honest. Brian Ortega is... I think he's underrated. I, I don't want to say he's underrated because he's not, but like I just feel like when you think of 45ers, you don't think of Ortega. You think of the most overrated fighter in the companies to beat. Uh, you think of Zombie, Holloway, Vol- Volkanovski. I, I, I still think of Max is the champ. Like it hasn't set in that Volkanovski is the champ. I think it's still it's still like kind of weird to me. I don't know. That's another thing. That's why I think he's gonna win. That's why I think that uh, Holloway's gonna win. I just don't. Uh, it's just weird to me, him not being champ. Maybe it's because I saw him fight. I saw him defend his belt. But, like, I mean, I've only seen one belt, two belts to be defended live, and the one's the greatest of all time. Shout out to Johnny Bones. I can't wait until there's people allowed at fights again, man. I want to go to a fight so bad. If the coronavirus didn't happen, I, me and my dad were talking about flying to San Diego because that was what a hooker versus player was supposed to be. We were talking about flying to that and seeing that fight. Love DP. Love Dustin Poirier. It was a great weekend of fights, man. There's no fights on this week. I think it's is 4th of July this week. Yeah. Yeah. No fights on this week. And then we got UFC 251 coming up. UFC 4 is going to be announced. Dude, it's, it's going to be a great day. I can't wait for UFC 4 to be announced. It better be Jorge Masvidal. If it's Khabib, I will not buy the fight. But I think that Ali Abdulaziz, however you say that dude's name, said that it's not going to be Khabib. Bless up. Bless up. He said it's somebody with double-digit losses, which, I mean, Masvidal, let's do it. If it's if the cover is Masvidal with his knee up to Ben Askren, here's, I mean, I'm going to buy the game anyway, even if Khabib's on it. I'm going to buy it, but take, I'll pay 120 for that game if, it, if that's the cover. I got big, I got big uh, plans for that game, and it better be good. Better be good. It's going to be. Well, uh, it's three forty-six. I gotta be at Brennan's at four ten to give him my glove and get my clothes back. So I gotta run this up. Actually, I gotta hurry. Jeez. Uh, so that's all the time we got for today. Great weekend of fights. Fight Island's coming up. UFC four. 
Life's good, man. How can you not love life right now? How can you not love life? Uh, yeah, listen to this pod. If you thanks for listening to this podcast, uh, check out the one I just did with Mercy Kilroy, and uh, we'll get something going. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys in the uh, hopefully. Or oh yeah, big news! Interviewing Juan Adams Thursday at nine p.m. Let's hear for Juan Adams, everybody. Saw him fight in Texas. Anyway, that's all the time we got for today. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.